Welcome to Amazon Ads Raw Daily with your host, Alex. Welcome and good morning, everyone. This is Amazon Ads Raw Daily. It's Tuesday, the 18th of July, and this is episode number 60, I think, or maybe 59. Actually, I'm actually not sure what episode we are in. Um, could you imagine that? Uh, let me quickly check what episode we are in. So 59. So this is episode 60. Awesome. When you do a daily podcast, it's very hard to forget the number of your uh, it's very easy to forget the number uh, of episodes you're in as this is now a routine thing i'm doing here with all of you guys and today we're gonna talk about two topics one is ai related and the other one is e-commerce related both have slight slightly something to do with amazon um, but let but let's talk about it and let's deep dive into well not really deep dive let's let's see what we have on the agenda today. The first AI topic is coming from an AI which is recreating voice, but not only recreating voice, basically being able to have a voice conversation. The AI is called Air AI. And it has been going crazy on LinkedIn in the last couple of days. If you are following a couple of people on LinkedIn, then <laughs> yeah, uh, you might have seen that already. It's a three-minute, three-minute, four-minute video on a sales representative call from Tesla. So the video is actually just a voice recording, or it seems to be a voice recording. And it is a conversation between a potentially, at least that's how the video looks like, potentially human, um, who is a potential Tesla car buyer and an AI. And the AI is a Tesla sales rep. So the conversation goes as follows. Um, the AI calls the other person, uh, confirms who's speaking, and then basically just says, uh, hey, uh, I saw that you have been on the website on Tesla. Are you interested in the car? And then the person says yes. And then they ask why and this and that. And So it's a three-minute call. And at the end of the call, the AI is signing the person up for a test drive uh, in the next week or something like that in the evening. And... The interesting part here is that the AI was able to fully understand the customer and what he said. And he's really talking, I would say, street language, not not that much dialect or something like that, but he uses like um uh, uh communication style, which is which is how people on the street would uh talk. The AI understands what he wants and he is kind of offering him solutions, making some smart moves in, in, in a way that he says, Oh yeah, that's very smart of you to, um, see all of your available options. Uh, and then asks the right questions, it seems. 
the AI sounds like a human, which is a plus, obviously, if you talk with an AI, and um, the interaction is almost seamless. When you watch the video, and I can link you one of these videos in the descriptions as well, you will see that there is a slight gap after the human said something. It seems the AI needs at least two or three seconds to answer. So the person says something, la, 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 yeah, I'm interested in Tesla. On two, three. Hey, Matt, that's very cool. Thank you very much for being into that, whatever. So the AI needs a little gap to um, calculate uh, and produce the answer, basically, and then come up with the answer. So it's not as fluent as you would might expect it from a human interaction but it's also not as big from a gap um as it could also uh, happen naturally some people tend to think a little longer before they speak and some other people just speak um before they think so uh both ways are uh actually happening in reality and therefore i would give this point uh, not too much weight on the negative side. All in all, it sounds very interesting. And this has potential use cases, not only for sales representatives. Uh, maybe you would do like the easy sales exploration calls with that, not like the heavy in-depth uh, calls where you need like a uh, um, proper advisor or whatever but maybe just like for people who are exploring options and maybe want to book an appointment or something like that you could use a tool like that to make it uh accessible for people or customer service uh, and if the ai can't kind of find a solution then eventually you're getting forwarded to the next best person that's very interesting. Um, and it seems how far AI has developed already. Um, I'm not sure if there's like a free version you can test out, but maybe we can check uh, right away. Yeah, AI. Let's see. Let's see what the website says. Um, it's finally here. Join the waitlist. So you can join the waitlist and then eventually you'll see uh, and get access. I'll try to. I'll try to join the waitlist here for you and then I can follow up with you guys in the next days to see what we can do with that tool and what you can do with that tool as well. The next story is about an Amazon competitor slash the currently highest ranked e-commerce app on the German app store market. And not only on the German app store market, I've heard it's also very big in the US and there's Two companies I want to talk about with you a little bit, and it's uh, Shein or Shine and Timu or Temu. I'm not sure how, how both of those are pronounced. Uh, Timu actually uh, has the subtitle Timu, shop like a billionaire. In German, it's like uh, shopper wie ein Milliardär or Millionaire. And this is kind of setting the expectations for the customers. Both apps are China-based companies. Shein is a fashion marketplace, I think, where producers can put their clothes into, and they have a very unique approach to selling. Shein has been the most downloaded fashion app in the US for at least a year or something like that. So it's 
already pretty big. And what they do is they offer extremely cheap clothes to the markets because the products come directly from the fabrics. And Shein is the only middleman, let's say, between the fabric and the end customer. And this allows the products, first of all, to be super cheap. Also, they are produced in China, which is uh, currently still relatively cheap as uh, labor is still cheap and uh, people might be abused there as well. And uh, so Shein is the fashion app, which is all going crazy. I think it's one of the highest value-added non-public companies at the moment as well. And Timu is a marketplace for all sort of things. They also offer fashion, but they also offer electronics and other stuff like that. And Timu would be com more comparable to AliExpress, if you know AliExpress. AliExpress is a subs subsidy um, or, or uh, a sub-brand of Alibaba. Alibaba is actually a B2B marketplace where most Amazon sellers started to look for buying the products which they source then in China and bring them to Europe to sell them on Amazon and make a margin on top of that. And AliExpress basically was the marketplace from Alibaba where the fabrics could also sell their products directly to the customers, which some people used and which I also as a customer used already in the past. And Timu is from the company um, Pindudu. Pindudu is very famous in China as well as Pindudu is kind of a social e-commerce app where people can group buy things. So you can set up a um, specific product you want to buy and then you can invite others to also purchase that item. And if you reach a certain uh, a certain threshold, the order will be produced and will be sent to you and all your your people also ordering uh, the product. This allows for very cheap prices and it's very uh, famous in rural areas in China where villages kind of um, come together to purchase the things directly from the fabrics. And Pinduoduo is now entering the European slash US markets with their own e-commerce app Timo. What these companies or apps do different than traditional e-commerce companies is, first of all, Amazon was invented 25 years ago or even 30 years ago. Um, and it's all, I would say, old school e-commerce. New generations, meaning people younger than me, younger than 30, they tend to behave a little different and shop a little different. And if you go into these apps, you will figure out what makes them special or what makes them uh, different compared to, to traditional e-commerce. And one thing is a, a gamification slash incentivation slash um, social uh, whatever approach to these apps. So when you open any of these apps, there will be spinning wheels where you can win additional 10% discounts. If you buy something, you get some points. These points can be redeemed to another discount or something like that. So there's a there's a gamification approach to these apps and a, and a kind of a promotional approach, which is very uh, gamified, social, whatever. Um, and the products are 
aggressively cheap, very, very cheap. And because they all come from the same fabrics in China, you will find the same products like we would find on Amazon as well on these apps too. And if customers will understand that I can buy the exact same product on another app for 50% less with maybe the downside of needing to wait a week to get a product, then I would eventually buy it. Um, the big questions for me here are, first of all, will there be a huge shift in customers going to the cheaper options? Um, or will customers prefer the short delivery times and the, let's say, uh, trust you have to Amazon over the prices? I would think that for small items, cheap items, you will test out the, the cheaper offers. I'm not personally needing the one-day delivery that often. I would be very okay with Amazon delivering this stuff in a couple of days. Um, I would be very okay to get an option on Amazon to get just once a week all my deliveries delivered and not every day. Um, if I order like five different items and then I'm getting them over the next five days delivered, I would be okay with bundling my my uh, deliveries in, in one order and then waiting a week. Uh, that would be okay for me. Um, so I'm personally don't think that the one day delivery is the, the necessary, most necessary thing uh, for customers. Uh, I think price really matters. And in the end, the quality and the trust, meaning um, the what happens if I'm unhappy with the product? Can I send it back easily? Is that like a like a big deal with Timu? Can I even send it back or do I need to pay to send it back? Because there's also certain things going on with um, China and delivery and so on and so forth. Uh, because sometimes you can really buy stuff for just one euro from China and it's going to be delivered to you in Europe, which doesn't make too much sense if you think of delivery costs only in Germany uh, from uh, one city to another city, you pay like four, five, six euros. How can I buy something for just one euro and it's going to be delivered from China to to Germany? And uh, there's some, um, uh, how's it called? Subs subsidizing, sub... Uh, um, yeah, some funding going on from the Chinese government on the uh, delivery and logistics. And therefore, it's uh, possible from China to Europe to be super cheap. But I'm not sure if it's also that cheap to send it back if you don't like the product. And with these thoughts, looking at the time, thank you very much for listening. Have a wonderful Tuesday. Have a wonderful yeah, rest of your week. And here tomorrow, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Amazon Ads Raw Daily. And remember to stay curious. 